Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. Good morning, Sarah. Thanks so much for having me. It's my second uh time sort of sharing the room and and being able to to share my stories and I my first time was last week and I joined you I was about to head on this adventure and challenge challenge myself physically and mentally and I did uh so I want to share a little bit of that and then bring in my friend Nisha and talk about some other thoughts and answer questions but um satisfied I I climbed Mount Everest in Utah. So I saw this thing a couple years ago offered by Jesse Itzler, his wife, Sarah Blakely, some other founders where you could actually climb the equivalent of Mount Everest in different spots around the country. And I just said to myself, like we've been hearing, like, I want to do that. I don't want to think about doing it. I don't want to keep going to the website. I want to actually do it. So I did. I signed up. And what the challenge is, is to go to a mountain in Utah, Snow Basin Resort, and hike up it, climb up it, run up it, whatever you do, as many times as you can, hopefully to get to 13 ascents, the equivalent of Mount Everest, 29,029 feet. And I trained, I'm a triathlete, but I trained a little differently the past few months. I've never really trained for an endurance event, a challenge. So everything I did was longer and slower than I usually had done. And you get out there, it's quite an experience. We have lectures the first day about hydration, about nutrition, about breathing, about really mental challenge, because this was more mental. Because you come down on the gondola, and your instinct, we all instinct default to comfort, right? Your instinct is to take a left and go to the lodge or go to the tent or go to the food. But what you have to do is take a right and walk up that mountain again, 2,500 feet each time of elevation. It was hard. 
But the hardest thing is getting off that gondola for 30 something hours and taking a right and just trudging back up that hill. So we start on 6 a.m. Jesse gives us the motivational speech. You got Eminem playing in the back. It's an incredible moment. You put on your headlamp, you start heading up with your poles or not poles. I went for about four and tried some rest. My Achilles and calves started feeling it after about five. I went into the night up till about 2 a.m. I wanted to get in nine or 10. I got in 10, got two hours of rest, not really sleep. The people are walking around zombies, just parking themselves whenever, wherever. And then day two, got up 5.30 a.m., up again on the mountain in the darkness with the headlamp one time. Now I got two to go. My legs are wrecked. But it's all mental. It, it's, mental. it's getting back up that mountain. Number 12 was the hardest. And then number 13 is when I just took it all in. Took pictures, lied down, looked up made it a long walk because I had a lot of time. And that satisfied feeling where you did it, you did something that was a challenge that you'd never done. And you feel like, okay, it's a moment. You know, it's a moment. I've done a lot. I've been a lot of places. I've been lucky to be around sports. I've run a team. I worked for ESPN, all these things that I never thought of as a kid. But when you look back at your month, your life, I mean, your year, your decade, what are the things that are going to stand out? And that stands out. You know, I'll look back with great satisfaction and fondness on this. I'm even doing my podcast later today. I'm going to bring on the head of the event and a couple of fellow warriors that did it with me to talk about it. People of all shapes and sizes, people going through all kinds of different things, people that just had a lot of grit, you know, a lot of grit to just come down and say, I'm, I'm going back up. It was steep, it was rocky, it was slippery at points, hydration was tough, nutrition was tough, but that challenge you know, is something I'm proud of and I think we all need challenges in our life. We default to comfort and comfort's great, but comfort can't be everything. You gotta do hard stuff. And when you do hard stuff, you feel like you can do more hard stuff. The feeling at the end of the event were people like, you know what? I never had done anything more than three, four hours of physical activity. And I just did 35 hours. So they can go home and they can say, all right, I'm gonna double down on my business. I'm gonna double down on my relationships. I'm gonna double down as a father, a mother, sister, husband, wife, whatever because now they can, they know they can. They know they can do more. They know they can double down because we just did. Longest event I had done, you know, on uh, ultra running or whatever was five, six hours. Just did 31 hours. So these are the kind of things you sort of sear in your memory as you go forward. And, you know, I'm back in the groove. I'm doing my, you know, my podcast, my column, my teaching, my writing, my broadcasting, but I got that in. And then as I finish here, I think the, 
the thing I talked about when I first came on here is that what's next. And I have that mentality and it's great. And I've seen that with elite athletes and elite business performers. It's not, we're not sort of savoring too much to go what's next, but I also think there's a time to savor a little bit and to rest and say, oh my God, I just did that. And believe me, my body's telling me that. I'm used to non-negotiable fitness in my life every day, but I can't. So it's recovery week. It's massage and acupuncture and cryo and all the crazy things I do to get my body back. But yeah, uh, I haven't thought about what's next yet, but that's where I am. So I'll I'll stop there for a minute. Uh, my friend Nisha is here. That uh, yes, Andrew. First of all, you know I I am like floating on a cloud right now because you just acknowledged something publicly that I've always known, and that is that we are best friends. We are best friends. We just <laughs> met a couple weeks ago, but I mean I feel like it was best friend at first sight. I don't know about you. Um, we can probably allow David Spizak to come into our friendship circle at some point, but I'm not ready yet. I'm gonna just kind of um, keep you to myself for right now. Uh, you got this, it. What you just said, you dropped so many gems in like five minutes that I, I literally was taking copious notes because I think it's so important for us to, to listen to the jewels that you dropped. First of all, you mentioned um, Jesse, and I don't want to butcher his last name, but it's so, this is how I know we are aligned. I posted a, um, I reposted a video, um, that he posted on Instagram, um, mm -hmm. about his dad. Right. Um, and it was one of the most profound <clears throat> videos that I saw. Like I literally cried watching it. And the message was like, we can't give back time, like spend the time with your loved ones, you know, um, all these other things will happen, but it's so important for us to spend the time and to, um, relish in these moments that we can't get back. Right. And so I tie that into your experience and how, you know, you did this and it was monumental. Right. And after 25 years of, and it's, I don't even know if it's longer, but just the, of experience, um, that you've had in the football industry and all of your accolades and achievements, you're still pushing yourself and asking the question, what's next. And so I wanted to kind of stay here for a second, because I think it's so important for us, all of us on stage, those of us and those that are in the audience or in the listening lounge, as I like to call wait. Um, to really ask yourself, you know, what's next? Are you really pushing yourself? Are you really understanding that you have to really live life fully and do all the things that you're supposed to do? So I, I want you to go back and tell us what even got your mind wrapped around, like, I'm going to do this. Because <laughs> you could just sit with your feet up and just look at all of your achievements and, you know, do the things you currently do. And that, that would be enough for some people. But you're still asking what's next. Why? Yeah, Nisha, it's it's almost like back to our, you know, our favorite team. I was in Green Bay Packers for 10 years. I ran the team and I got to a point where I looked at myself and my career and then I'll get back to the physical side. And I said, OK, I've done every contract, you know, I've done every kind of player contract there is to be done. I've dealt with every player situation whether they've gotten in trouble, whether they've had an issue with the league, whether they've had concussion issues, whether they're 
unhappy with the team. I've dealt with all that. It's enough. You know, it's enough. It's enough. There's something else for me. And I transitioned to doing media and academia. And I'm like, as I've talked about before, people are like, are you crazy? Are you, you're leaving the, running the Green Bay Packers? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It's not my life. It was a chapter in my life. I look fondly on. I'll always be a Packer fan. I always love Packer Nation. But yeah, I'm done. And I don't want to go to another team because I've been there, done that. You know, I got a call last year. I'm not, no, no interest. And then on the physical side, I've been doing, you know, I was a pro tennis player, a really bad one 25 years ago, 30 years ago. And since then, you know, running and biking and then triathlons and sprint stuff, fast stuff, because I've been blessed with some fast twitch muscles. But then I saw this thing from Jesse and I'm like, it's really as simple as, wow, you know, that I love to hike. I love the outdoors. Let's be honest. I'm not going to Nepal. <laughs> I'm not going to do the real Mount Everest. I have to recognize that in my life. But I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And it just seemed cool. It seemed like a life event. It seemed like if I can do this, I can do other things. Because endurance is more than just physical. You know, endurance is really a mental thing. Everyone can just get themselves up for this, for pick a number, 10 minutes, two hours, four hours. Jack came forward and increased its sales by over 136%. My name is Travis Flaherty. We have seen over 55% increase in sales. Jeremy Downing here. We finished our month off at not even a 20% increase, but a 30% increase. Hey guys, Jean-Paul Guidry here. Now I've experienced massive increases of 156%, collectively 125%. My name is Kevin Strasnatter. We went an increase of 50%. 50%, we went from 50 units to 75 units. We got a 39% growth in volume. This stuff works. I'm Glenn Lundy, creator of the 800% Club. The results that we've been getting out of the 800% Club are ridiculous. Everything that you just heard all happened in the first 90 days. So I wanna open this up, helping more dealers across the country. We're now enrolling for 800% Club members. So look, the time is now. It's time for you to protect your legacy. Head on over to 800EliteAutomotiveClub.com to learn more. But can you persevere? Can you push through the pain? And I was chronicling all this on my Instagram. And... Uh, the words just kept coming through to me, and, and, I, and I wrote them down. Push through the pain. Just push. Push through the pain. Mm, my ankle, yeah, that. so that, that's my, my thoughts. What you just said something that, again, I thought was pretty uh, powerful. The, the, when you left the Green Bay Packers, which I'm, I'm shocked that you left too, <laughs> because <laughs> you know, I imagine that it was just amazing. Um, but how do you know when, when it's time to say, say I'm gone, like I'm done with this and know that it's, it's time to go. You have folks that, 
that stay in, in, in places far too long, right? Well past the time that they should be there and know in their heart, like, I, I should be done with this and move on to the next chapter, but they don't know how to turn the page. How did you know how to turn the page? Yeah, that's a great question. Some of it is just like what I talked about, the work part had just been done. And some of it is a back to the challenge because it was comfort. It was comfort. I know people think, well, that's such a stressful job. No, it was comfort. I knew how to do everything. I'd been there a long time. I could sign another contract and be comfortable and, you know, do my routine and do the player contracts. And this time of year right now, cut the players, get the team ready, start the season. It's just such a routine. And I've, listen, I'm not immune to what you said, Nisha. I've been stuck. You know, that there were a couple of years like that in Green Bay before I, I, I was feeling that way before I did. And other situations, professionally and personally, I've been stuck. I've been stuck. So what does it take to move off stuck? It's a great question. And people who are better than me have mastered that, but I've tried to. And you really have to look at yourself and say, okay, do you wanna be doing this now? Or do you wanna do something else? And like Rita's the speaker before me, I know it's hard, but don't let money drive it. Because if you let money drive it, it's, you do get stuck. You do get stuck. And I know that's hard, but money wasn't going to drive it. And, and that's happened a couple of times. Like I could make more money doing X, Y, Z, but no. And now I'm at a point in my life where I get opportunities, unless it's a hell yes. Like why? Why am I doing that? Because it's, it's money? No. So when you get asked to do something at this point, I always say, if it's not a hell yes, no, not worth it. Oh, my gosh. This is, I hope you all are, are really taking the notes I'm taking and, and really listening. One thing I love about you, Andrew, is your transparency and your, it's almost like I can feel your heart, you know, when you speak. And it's, it's just, um, you know, you put it all out there and I love that. I was um, on your website and one of the things that I love, and if you, if you guys have the opportunity go to andrewbrandt.com because I just love the timeline. It just really is masterful to look at your life and and the way it's displayed is just beautiful. And and these are just some Andrew, of the things, right? Nisha, Andrew, Andrew uh, oh it's dash, dash right? Yeah, yes. I couldn't get the Andrew from. Yep, you're right. It's andrew-brandt.com. Let's get that right so you guys can check it out. I'm on it now. And it just just because I think that there's a modesty to you that I love. But I I I want to I want to kind of brag about you for a second because you graduated from Stanford with a bachelor's of arts, you then went on to uh, Georgetown, got your doctorate in law, you were the youngest uh, GM in sports with the Barcelona Dragons, um, and then the Barcelona Barcelona won the the World Bowl. You then were named the VP of the Green Bay Packers, which, you know, is my favorite highlight. And these are just certain things. I mean, you you were a lecturer at Wharton School, um, University of Pennsylvania. Um, you were hired as ESPN at ESPN as a sports business analyst. I mean, I, I literally, we don't have time because it, it keeps scrolling. These are just some of the things. And yet in 2021, you are asking yourself, what next? 
And what else can I do? You know what I mean? And I think something else that you said that kind of slid in that I thought was also powerful is the need to, once you ask yourself what's next, you then accomplish that thing, whatever that is for you. It's okay to sit back and go, all right, let me, let me, let me relish in what I just did. Let me take a rest. I mean, I think you're forced to this week, as you said, <laughs> based yeah. upon this latest accomplishment. But I think so often we go through this hamster wheel of life, right? And we don't even sit back and go, I did that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, what does it feel to even hear somebody say your accomplishments, some of them, because I, I haven't touched the surface of half the stuff that you've done to just rattle those back to you? What does that feel like? It's nice to hear, but it's almost like, you know, I, I continue to say, I'm still going. <laughs> you know, it's like, I remember when, you know, I was with Brett Favre and he passed some of some milestone and the media is asking him all about that. And he just, he came back from the media session and he changed in this auxiliary locker room for stat for some of the staff. So his locker was next to mine. And he's like, yeah, they just keep asking me about the past. Like, I'm not done. And it's just such a poignant comment. Like, I'm not done. You know, that's so many people get to a point in life in their even 40s or 50s or 60s. And they're just like, they're out of steam. You know, they're just like, ah, good enough. Like, don't. Like, like keep going. I'm not done. You know, uh, my day job, I run a program at Villanova, and I taught my first class actually last week from Utah before I started the event. And I'm going back today for my first in-person. And, you know, I'm around 22 to 25-year-olds, Villanova Law School. And they give you energy, you know, they give you energy, not that hanging around older people is bad if you hang around the right older people, but you need energy, you need youth. You know, I, I'm all about my boys, one's in college, one's out of college, I'm heading to LA this weekend to see my older son who's a music producer in LA. Um, youth gives you energy. And I like to say I'm in the 60th year of my childhood. <laughs> Yes, I love that. Well, here's here's what I find interesting. You speak about you know um, those the students that you you were go going to teach, and I, I I think that they are blessed to have you, and um, I hope that they feel that um, and just being able to glean from your your light and your experience and all that you will share with them because if it's at least a little bit of what we're getting here on this stage, they are going to be in for an. Uh, a treat. So I'm so um, excited that you are doing that. I do want to, because we have about seven minutes left and I, you know, you know, I like to kind of hog you and keep you to myself, but I, if there's anybody on the stage that has a question for Andrew, I will share him with you just today. Um, <laughs> so you can flash your mic if you have a question. If not, I will continue on, but I did want to be respectful and mindful that there may be some, some folks that have questions. So I'm just scrolling this big, big, big stage. If you have a question, if not, you can just kind of, um, you know, state your question, um, as we're kind of getting through the next, um, seven minutes. This is a conversation for all of us. And I hope that you are all are just getting some of the nuggets and, and jewels that Andrew is sharing. Uh, with us this morning. And so 
I guess my next question would be, um, in terms of all the things that you've done and all of your accomplishments, if you could say, you know, I, I think I could look and I could say, oh, this probably was the most profound thing. Is there one thing that you've done that you go, that was it? That was the the sort of the the mountaintop of my career, or have you not experienced that yet? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, I think you have inflection points in everyone's life and career along the way. Uh, I had a couple inflection points when I shared my story. I know there's people that didn't hear it because I've only been on a couple times with this group. But one thing when I was still in my 20s, I got an offer to run a team, albeit a minor league team in Barcelona, Spain. NFL asked me to be the first general manager of something called the Barcelona Dragons. And I thought, hey, this is cool. You know, kind of like deciding to do the Everest Challenge. I'm like, this sounds cool. All right. So I left representing players, which I loved, and got my 15 players, different agents. And I went to Barcelona, Spain. And I, I, there, was, there were some moments there like, oh, oh my God. I had no players, no coaches, no staff, moving to a country that thought football was soccer. So what do I do? Like I, you know, the league is busy. You know, they're not, there's no one to hold my hand. What do I do? And it was just and I'm in a country that, a new country. So I didn't know. You know, and I'm, I'm bribing customs to get our equipment. I'm, they're putting up the goalposts in the corners of the end zone. <laughs> our laundry's ruined. I mean, I couldn't get food for, the, for all the players, the, the amount they eat. I, I just, I'm like, what do I do? And then the biggest challenge was tickets. They didn't understand American football. They didn't want to see American football. So I think getting the meeting just getting the meeting with the general manager of Football Club Barcelona, one of the biggest brands in the history of the world for sports, and letting me sit with him and say, please, please, will you let us get on the field at halftime and say tomorrow night at Olympic Stadium, the Barcelona Dragons open their season and we'll throw the ball, kick the ball, whatever we do. And he was saying, no, no, no. I just said, please, please, we got to get some people in the stands because no one cares about this. And I wore him down. I wore him down. And that next night on ABC television, 18,000 people walked in that door. And it was just revelatory. And I'm like, okay, okay, I can do this. I can do this. Now, the fact they cheered at the wrong time <laughs> did the wave the entire, I couldn't help that. But I can do this. You have little inflection points along the way that hopefully yeah. say, I can do this. I can do this. Oh, so powerful. I wanted to see if uh, I, you know, I got a, a text last night from a, 
the beautiful barber in the red dress um, asking me if I would, you know, join you today. And I'm like, oh, my God, like it was like Christmas because it is it is more than a, a pleasure. But Barbara, I wanted to, to throw it to you and see if you had anything that you wanted to add in. Uh, I know that Andrew is a friend and I, you know, I, I just I, this this third these past 30 minutes have been so profound for me. Um, but wanted to see if you have anything to share, Barbara. If not, I can move on. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so I'm loving this conversation. And yes, Andrew's very humble because I also know that he graduated. He was a valedictorian of his graduating high school class. And when I heard that, I was like, I would have that tattooed somewhere by me. Oh, Barbara, can you guys hear Barbara? I think we lost her. Sorry, I have, I have a bad signal. Okay, no worries, Barbara. If you get, um, if your signal gets better in the next two minutes, <laughs> please jump back in. We'd love to hear what you're saying. But I, I did catch the part, the the first part, and what she said is, I mean, again, that's just another. I think, uh, you know, when I think about the awesomeness that is you, that's another thing. I didn't even know. So you were valedictorian of, of your high school. And then you went on to do all these things. And so it almost feels as though just excellence is just who you are, right? And it's just how you operate. And it's just, it, it just is Andrew. Is there any, um, in, in the last minute that we have before we throw it to David, um, I'd love to know any just nugget that you want to leave um, with folks and, and what's next for you? You just had this major milestone. Is there something else that you're eyeing as your next big thing? <laughs> One little nugget from high school. You mentioned high school, Barb did. Uh, my claim to fame is I dated a high school class or high school colleague of mine named Julia Louis-Dreyfus, but I'm, I'm being braggacious when I say I dated her because I went on a double date and she was with the other guy. <laughs> so, Goodness, but, that is so cool. But she was a friend. We grew up in outside of Washington, D.C. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I feel blessed, but I also feel like I keep saying this. Don't be done. You know, especially people that feel that had has success. You know, I think the best like entrepreneurs that sell businesses or whatever it is, they're on to the next. And I guess I, I appreciate you saying that, Nisha, because I do need to savor the moment. And believe me, when I'm sitting in the cryo tank or getting acupuncture this week, I'm, I am savoring the moment. But um, always realize that there's your path continues. Life is not linear. It's meandering. And. I'm tell, I tell students all the time, you know, the guy in eighth grade that has his, his life planned out never seems to amount to much. But the people that allow for serendipity, the people that realize that the path can be difficult, but keep going just like the mountain. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.